Well, I think when we look at the silver market, the one thing to keep in mind, it is a lot larger than these equity markets. Well, hello there, my friends. Chris Marcus here with you for Arcadia Economics with a breaking scoop tonight. Uh, it's been quite an eventful day. We're still on Monday, February 22nd. We had a silver rally today, but just when I thought it might almost be bedtime, the news continues. So fortunately, to, to cover this story is James Anderson of SD Bullion. James, I know it's late on your end too, but would you agree that we found some new information that silver investors probably weren't aware about? Well, it's, it's new and it's, it's also classic information. There's stories that sometimes I forget to even bring up and people who are new in this market need to hear. It's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, well, let's dig right in. I know it's late and people need to get the news as soon as possible. So turns out that Jeff Curry of Goldman Sachs has more uh, footage talking about the silver market. And let's just go right to the commentary. Here's Jeff Curry on Bloomberg TV. Well, I think when we look at the silver market, the one thing to keep in mind, it is a lot larger than these equity markets. Excuse me? James, did I hear that correctly? Yeah. Well, I think when said. we look at the silver market, the one thing to keep in mind, it is a lot larger than these equity markets. Did he say the silver market is a lot larger than the equity markets now? He just said that, yes. Yeah, I mean, I, we can go through the numbers in a minute. <laughs> Let's go on to the next slide. I'm sure something else is going to come out of his mouth. I still only made it 30 seconds into the entire clip, and we had to make a video already. So, All right. All now you put the total amount of, of open interest of silver, including both above ground and below ground, you know, somewhere in that $200 billion range on an annual output basis. $200 billion range on an annual annual output basis <laughs> right. right so there's there's 900 million roughly ounces of silver that are made every year between new line line supply and recycled silver so i mean let's just say it's a billion all right and multiply it by what spot today with 27 so that's 27 billion i don't know what he's talking about he's talking about 200 billion i mean it there must be a lot of derivatives that he's jamming in there i don't understand well <laughs> i don't the only other thing I could think of is that he mentioned the open interest of silver below the ground. I don't know. No, oh, yeah, that's it. Ground and below ground of open interest of silver, including both above ground and below ground, you know, somewhere in that $200 billion range on an annual output basis. I don't. So he's counting the molten silver that's deep in the core of the earth. That would have mine yet. <laughs> but gee. No, I'm serious. Like, uh, I mean, I don't know what he's talking about. It doesn't make much sense. Well, hold it together here, Chris. You can do it. <laughs> um, well, here's the question I have because, I mean, I don't know what numbers he's citing there. I'll, let me pull up Silver Institute. So I will be fair i don't know if goldman has different supply and demand numbers but this is an update from silver institute if you can see the address up there um here silver institute hosts a webinar and this is what they released so like you pointed out total supply this is a million ounces so 962 million ounces it's about a billion each year 
Uh, and James, by the way, it's a big silver rally today, buddy. We're up to $28. So yeah, yeah I mean, it was strong. Yeah. It was steady. It wasn't spiky. It just slow, slowly moving up. Very good. Yeah, well, it's, uh, interesting things happening ahead of that Comex options expiration yet. In either case, 27 or 28 times a billion, like you said, gets us to 27 or 28 billion. I mean, we'll, and we'll go through some of the other numbers about the stock market size, getting back to that one. But what I don't get, here's the same Jeff Curry two days later. I mean, the, the first clip here is this one's February 2nd. So mm -hmm. as you can actually see in the background, this is the day silver was getting clobbered. Now, I hope investors didn't hear some of this. And if it, I don't know, again, maybe there's something I'm missing. So I call for backup on this one, but... Because then two days later on the fourth day after the changes in the SLV perspectives were made that they didn't really tell anyone about, here's Jeff Curry saying. I mean, you're talking 900 million ounces in the ETF versus a 25 billion ounce market. So I'm thinking, all right, I remember you put that number in here. So James, can you check, make sure I didn't lose a comma somewhere, but there's 25 billion times 28. I don't know if you can see in the formula bars, A1 times A2. So that's 700 billion. So even if you used his number, the math, it's like the math doesn't even add up. Uh, I mean, Apple is bigger than that. Apple then, alone. <laughs> so what is he talking about? And by the way, 25 billion or whatever he said about silver, it's untrue. Again, there's like 5 billion ounces of fine silver in the ground. I mean, not in the ground. I'm, I'm speaking like him. I mean, in, in amongst private investors, the ETFs, the comics, all the all the numbers. So, like, I mean, he's just there's five billion ounces. I've done the number. Uh, we've done the work and the research. He's he's just he's lying by five times. Well, I mean, it, it, it's I always thought silver was a lot smaller. I'm like, geez, I got to yeah, check my is. own book if I missed that one. And here, how big is the stock market? Seventy trillion. Now he talked about silver and it seemed like he was looking at global amounts so he didn't say just u.s equities but uh this is uh of all stocks worldwide, worldwide. Yeah. I mean, yeah and even in and like that that data maybe a couple years old i looked last year 2020 it was at it was at 89 trillion worldwide so let's say it's 100 trillion either way i mean it's not even close it dwarfs silver new york stock exchange at 30.1 trillion as of february 2018 and that was before the bubble even got that big. Right. Actually, James, this one's pretty nifty. Uh, well, not that one, but this one is pretty nifty. Ah, that one. <laughs> <Okay>. James, <laughs> actually, this one's pretty nifty by the visual capitalist. See, each square, this size is worth 100 billion. So there is silver. And their numbers, they have the value of all above ground silver stocks is $43.9 right. using a $17, $20 spot price. Now, obviously, silver is a little bit higher than it was then. And that data and, they're, they're using is the Silver Institute data of all the transparent ounces of the Silver Institute sites. The Silver Institute does not cite the private bullion sales that we've been monitoring for decades. But that's, it's like, you know, it's pretty close. And James, this also doesn't count the below ground open interest either. So, <laughs> oh, the stuff in the mantle of the earth. Yeah, okay. Well, I can't. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So, I don't know how many blocks that would add, but yeah. if you go down here, I mean, you'd have to have a really big open interest below ground. Never. 
<laughs> to cover the military spending. To so. match military or the budget <laughs> deficit. And this is before Biden came in. Right. So, or the billionaires and there's Fortune 500. Here's the right. stock market. So. Right, right. I mean, I, you know, Chris, um, this reminded me when you called me about this, just uh, how silly sometimes the headlines are and, and some of the stuff that I've read um, in the, in this sphere you know, for the last dozen years. In 2014, on June 19, 2014, uh, Bloomberg published an article about the fix because there was a huge scandal. Actually, there's a lot of a lot of um, a lot of trouble with the old London fix, and they got in trouble for basically rigging the prices of silver and gold for decades. And um, they had to rejigger it and pretend like now they're doing it right. Uh, but in the article, it starts right away. Um, in the Bloomberg article it says that the silver market is five trillion um, notional value uh, in that article. And if you Five trillion is, I mean, that's just massive. It's much larger than the numbers we've been talking about. So they must be taking into account all the derivatives that are traded on local London and underneath the, you know, that are not, that are not, um, that are not physical bullion ounces. And so I did the math. You, if you take five trillion divided by the price of silver at that time, it was like just under $20 an ounce in uh, June of 2014. So that makes a leverage uh, essentially of like 250 to one, if you compare just the annual mine supply that year versus what they're claiming in the, the silver um, notional market was worth. So it just shows you the amount of leverage that's put onto silver to keep it pressed down, to keep the price artificially suppressed at these ridiculous spot prices that we've been told the price of silver is worth for so many decades. James, is there any conceivable way this could even be close what he says right here? Well, I think when we look at the silver market, the one thing to keep in mind, it is a lot larger than these equity markets. Again, uh, the size of just Apple alone is just dwarfs the entire silver market. When you add up silver that's mined every year, all the silver uh, mining shares that people invest in, et cetera, et cetera. It's just a spec. It's not even close to the size of U.S. stock market or the world global stock market. It's just not even close. So that was just a point blank lie to your face um, right when you're listening to that. And well, here's the other thing that's, uh, that's interesting is look at the visuals that are going on behind here. You see the chart falling off a cliff. You see it down in red letters, five, almost 6%. And this is the day when we had panic buying. This is the day that the 61 million shares allegedly went into the trust that he's an authorized participant of. And then they changed the documents the next day. And then he said this two days later. And they wonder why silver falls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when he's investigating the Reddit traders. No, not only not only that, but they're also going out on Twitter and using like Stasi tactics by scaring everyone and saying we're investigating the silver market and, and the Reddit traders that are in there, and you know basically trying to use cold Cold War tactics to scare and intimidate people from uh, from talking badly about say SLB or this or that, and, and everyone starts to be paranoid about getting a lawsuit from the CFTC. It's just it's really ugly. It's really bad, and it's sad that we've gotten to this situation that our, our supposed capital markets are supposed to important markets for discovering the price of commodities, goods, services around the world have gotten so perverse. And, and uh, the people who are supposed to be policing it are some of the worst, I mean, and, and what they're doing and the way that they're acting. I mean, it's, it's, I, 
that that only sunk in while it was on the background while we were doing it. I mean, the statements are silly, but that at that time, my God. Yeah, it almost makes you think it's coordinated, wouldn't you, Chris? It makes you feel like that's the same day JP Morgan released their report at five in the morning. Yeah. And it's interesting because here we are, we have COMEX options expiration and hey, there's a little time left on the clock, but there was a big uh, position in the open interest on the 28th strike, which unusual to see it above that. And if they tell me, just don't have, please don't let them send this guy out there to do this tomorrow, please. I mean, no, please, no, 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 he's good. I like him. Every time he gets up there and says this kind of stuff, it blows holes in there. Like, this is not hard to just pick apart and put on the internet and just blow credibility holes right through them. I mean, it, he is just a walking, talking clown. Like, keep talking, dude. I mean, well, seriously. James, he, I, how are you? Head of the freaking global head of the commodities saying stuff like this on TV and no one says you're an idiot. I'm sorry. I mean, it's either that or you're just spewing misinformation and like, I don't know what, what the tactic is there. It, either way, it's just, it's ridiculous. James, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll give a guess. Until we started talking about last week about what he said on CNBC, <laughs> When was the last time someone in the silver community ever actually stopped and listened and slowed this down? I mean, this. Oh yeah, they haven't had pointed questions what, what, what about, are you doing about size and scale. This is the, this is the first time these pre, these people have to come on TV and talk to this. Actually, you know, it hasn't happened in a long time. So um, that's probably why, Chris. Because if they had gone on TV years ago and said just this kind of crap, we would have picked them apart. There's no way they'd have gotten away with this. Well, that's the thing. They none of these guys talked about silver since 2011. So, true. gee, yeah. you can see why. Yeah, why JP Morgan doesn't bring their head of head of the precious metals desk in front of cameras. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So, James, I guess the only thing that could be more stunning than what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> is that we've still only made it 35 seconds into the clip. And I promise this was going to be a short one. So rest up, James. You got a full day book tomorrow. That's how these silver markets work. And the market can digest Goldman Sachs's advice um, on silver. Let's see how those options go and what happens to the price of silver while the market digests this. Well, COMEX delivery cycle is in play for the rest of the week. Thank you, as always, for joining me. For everyone watching at home, if you think this is helpful information to know that the silver market has now grown bigger than the size of equities, it's incredibly unlikely. Yeah. Then hit the share button, tag a friend, let them know. And for more coverage of Jeff Carey's analysis of the silver market, stay tuned because it's coming your way now.